Hello, my name is Gracie Gutierrez. I'm 18 years old. I'm a senior at Pebble Hills High School. And today I'm going to be talking about the topic of discrimination of women. Even with all the advancements that have been made throughout the 21st century, women are still being discriminated against and thus something needs to happen about it. Let's start with a quick overview of the history of women in America. In 1769, the American colonies based their laws on the English common law, which stated that by marriage, the husband and wife are one person under the law. This is being said that women and men are only one person and that the male is the main person of the family and has rights over the women. In 1777, all the states passed laws which took away women's right to vote. Before this, some women in the colonies had the right to make decisions regarding their government. In 1789, the U.S. Constitution was ratified, and it used the terms like people and electors instead of males, which allowed it to be interpreted that it included both men and women. In 1839, Mississippi was the first state to grant women the right to hold property in their name. However, they had to have permission from their husband. In 1848, at Seneca Falls, New York, 300 women and men signed the Declaration of Sentiments, which was a plea for the end of the discrimination against women in all the spheres of society. In 1866, the 14th Amendment was passed by Congress and ratified in 1868. It said that representatives shall be appointed among the several states according to the respective members, counting the whole number of persons in each state, excluding Indians, not taxed. But when the right to vote is denied in any of the male inhabitants of such state, the basis of representation therein shall be reduced in proportion. This is the first time that the Constitution uses wording like males instead of citizens, meaning that only males had the right to vote. In 1870, the 15th Amendment receives final ratification, saying the right of citizens of the United States shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of race, color, or previous condition of servitude. By this text, it explicitly excludes women because it says nothing about gender. In 1890, Wyoming was the first state to grant women the right to vote in all elections, local, state, and federal. In 1916, Margaret Sanger tested the validity of New York's anti-contraception laws by establishing a clinic in Brooklyn. The most well-known of the birth control advocates, she was arrested among she was among the hundreds arrested in a 40-year period working to establish the women's right to control their own bodies in 1920 the 19th amendment to the u.s constitution was ratified and it declared that the rights of citizens of the united states to vote shall not be denied or abridged by the united states or any state on account of sex this gave women the right to vote across the country in all elections in 1923, the National Women's Party proposed a constitutional amendment. So this amendment proposed that men and women would have equal rights throughout the United States in every place and in every place subject to its jur- jurisdiction. This included economic rights, political rights, um, job rights. However, this quickly got knocked down in Congress 
And even to today, it's been constantly brought up in Congress to be, it's been proposed in Congress to be ratified, but it never reaches enough votes to be put into law. In 1973, Roe v. Wade declared that the women's, women have a right to terminate an early pregnancy and it made abortion legal in the United States. While this was the main thing about Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade was more about women's rights to privacy of her own body and determining what she could do to it. In 1981, Sandra Day O'Connor was appointed by President Ronald Reagan as the first woman on the Supreme Court. And here's a cool fun fact. Sandra Day O'Connor was actually born right here in El Paso, Texas. In 2016, Hillary Clinton made history by becoming the first woman to be selected as a primary candidate for the presidential election, and she actually received the popular vote. true that women are disadvantaged in the workplace and need government help to get on equal footing as men? Women run only 4% of companies in the Fortune 500, and a new study shows almost twice as many women as men say they've been turned down for a job because of their sex. The problem of inequality against women in the workforce still exists. You are the future CEOs, doctors, and so much more for this country. But because you are a woman, it will make you feel as if you are less than. Because you are a woman, you are supposed to cook, clean, and take care of the children. And because you are a woman, your wages should not be equivalent with the man. He's the boss. She's bossy. The negative way women are perceived at the office in a new ad for Pantene that's gone viral. Are women who act exactly the same as men seen differently? Inside of Nike, the women inside alleging they were passed over for promotions, excluded, marginalized, and sexually harassed. They say they went to HR with these claims, but didn't see any real changes. So. They- Take a look at some of the facts. A woman makes 77 cents for every dollar that a man makes, and for minority women, this gap is even wider, with an African American woman making 64 cents and a Latina woman making 56. Corporate America has come to be one of the worst places for gender inequality of women. While women make up 40% of employees in corporate America, they only make up 6% of CEOs. Of the Fortune 500 companies, only 32 of the 500 are women CEOs. Now let's take a look at some statistics of men compared to women. 42% of women have said that they have ever experienced any type of discrimination at work compared to only 22% of men. Now, 25% of women have said that they have earned less than the opposite sex for doing the same job compared to only 5% of men. Now, 23% of women in the working force have said that they have been treated as if they are not competent or able to do their job right due to the fact that they are a woman, compared to only 6% of men. 
Now, 16% of women have experienced repeated small slights at work, which are just tiny things that usually would go unnoticed that are tiny forms of discrimination, but are still there. Now, 15% of women have said that they have received less support from their seniors, their managers, their bosses, than someone of the opposite gender doing the same job just because they were a woman. Now, 10% of women have said that they have been passed over for promotions or important assignments just due to the fact that they're a female. 9% of women feel isolated in their workplace and feel they don't fit in because of the fact that they're a woman. Now, 7% of females have felt that they were denied a job because they were a woman. So, about 4 in 10 women in the United States feel that they have experienced any sort of discrimination. So what can we do about this discrimination? Well, first of all, speak up for yourself. If you feel that you're being discriminated, speak up. Say, hey, I feel like I should be making more than what I am because he's making more and we're doing the exact same job or even I'm working harder. Us as women can also fight for government power. We can fight to have that equal opportunity amendment passed, proposed and passed again. And this time we can make sure that it makes it through Congress. Women are strong, fierce people and we can't be stopped. So why do we keep allowing ourselves to be pushed further and further down the hole? Let's work together as females to make the world a better place.